2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: Oh, yeah. Welcome back. BetMGM the night. The madness continues. We just got done previewing the Pittsburgh Steelers. Would you do anything with the Steelers over or under, or just you're with me?
2: I think I'm with you, man. Too
3: many fun things because to lose your money then.
2: Yeah, because yeah, if I'm looking at games that they could legitimately win that were toss ups, right? So say something happens with famous Jameis, right? Then they you, should. Don't
3: you dare. They even should. Do not lose. bring that <laughs> devil magic in here. <laughs>
2: they should lose to the Saints. But it's November 13th. That's deep into the season, yeah. right? Yeah. You're talking about at Philadelphia. Philadelphia, they should lose to Philadelphia. But listen, who knows what kind of pressure they can put on Jalen Hurts, whether they can stop the run. If they can stop the run in any way, unlike last year, and uh, and get into Jalen's grill, maybe they can squeak out that win. Obviously, the Jets are a winnable situation. The Browns early on are a winnable situation. Uh, New England looks like a big dumpster fire. Uh, at home versus New England. Maybe they they make life uncomfortable for Mac Jones, who's running a new offense and saying he's going to figure it out. So now you've gone from four wins to eight wins, and now that's a loser. Yeah,
3: and that's the thing. Like I said, like Mike Tomlin, 15 consecutive seasons without a losing record, even last year with the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger, even the year where, remember, it was Duck Hodges. He should have won Coach of the Year last year. He should win it like every year, and he brings in Brian Flores. That
2: should turn things around with this defense too.
3: It's just like, I want to like their skill position players because obviously Notre Dame fans. So I want Chase Claypool to stop celebrating first downs and just getting into the huddle, especially when we're in the two minute drill. And then I like Deontay Johnson enough until he's dropping balls in the red zone because I did have him in fantasy two years ago, but they caught 68% of their catchable targets on throws 10 or more yards down the field, which was the league's third lowest rate. If they could improve on that with... Pickett or, see, that's the thing. Is Trubisky pushing the ball down the field? I'm just, I'm staying away. We'll talk more Steelers. What do you think
2: about, like, do you think there's a scenario where Jimmy G could go to a place like Pittsburgh?
3: See, if I'm Pittsburgh, and it's like they already give, I mean, they only gave Trubisky what, like $10 million, and they drafted Pickett. I wouldn't be shocked if they start like one and five, if they just go to Pickett. I just, I feel like with that defense, the most expensive defense in the National Football League, you're spending no money on the offensive line. Why not take a flyer on a guy like Jimmy G? You know he could win, Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going to happen with him because I figured he'd be on a roster. Even at the Combine, they were talking about it. Kyle Shanahan was like a used car salesman just going up to GMs and different coaches. Like, why don't you guys want Jimmy G? They're like, well, we want to see him throw. And then the video came out. He's throwing the ball down the field. Looks healthy enough to play. You know who else looks healthy enough to play is the damn Orioles. I got to turn this off, PJ. You're we can't
2: me. turn it off, though. We can't. Not You're only right.
4: is it staying on, I might throw it on another TV for I'll you guys. I'll throw this
3: pen at you. It's 3-1 Orioles
4: it's for so those gross. that care. Why
2: did I put this damn game in a parlay? Why did I bet I against knew. the Orioles?
3: Why did I bet against the Orioles? I did. I mean, just I was like,
2: this knew. is the bet. To not, to not just take Alec Manoa against Bradish. That was the bet, Peach. I didn't even do the sucker thing, which was to take him on the run line. You know what I should have done? taking the Orioles on the run line we should that's what I should have done we should have that's the move we should have but then I felt like an idiot last night because I took them on the run line and then they won straight up
3: yeah I know at
2: what point does
4: the Orioles story like become like serious like are we like oh my god this team might make the wild card like right now now. you think
2: yes now
3: yes I mean this is a huge series against the Blue Jays man this is the this is the team that's leading the wild card race right now you're one and a half back right to start the day I think they're three back of they're three back. Three back Toronto of the Blue Jays and then and one, and one, one of, half, of Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Of Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then Seattle has a tough game coming up tonight against yeah. the Yanks. We'll preview that a little bit later on. Uh, taking a look at my props, because I need these to hit at least. We got, right now, Garrett, no strikeouts through two innings. I'll take that. one Nothing Phillies. Right now, the Phillies, huge favorites on the money line.
2: Did you just pick that out of nowhere? Yeah,
3: I just thought that number was too high. He's only hit it one of his last seven starts. uh, On the uh, you were just
2: going through everything. Then you must have been going game by game on strikeout props because I didn't. I didn't even think about that.
3: Producer Mario forces us to give out four uh, props. Per day, per uh podcast. Got it. Yeah. So you had to go so, and search
2: through. That makes well, yeah, sense. yeah, Cody
3: loves home run props, and I'm I just can't do it, man. Cody,
2: I want to know what Cody's record is, how many units he's up on these home run he's props.
3: He's actually pretty damn good at the <laughs> home run props. <laughs> yeah, it drives me nuts. Uh You're one like, nothing. Dang Phillies. it, Cody. I know. I never hit him. I never hit him. What what'll always happen is I'll go home run prop rather than the RBI prop or total bags, and I'll fail. So I stayed away from any of those one nothing Phillies, though. Uh, the Blue Jays down 3-1. to one. Cincinnati, New York, that one scoreless going into the top of the second. The Mets actually had runners on first and second with Pete Alonzo up. Did nothing with them. Braves 4, Boston 3. Please tell me Charlie Moore. Okay, 5Ks for Charlie Moore, and I only need one more, Peach. Peach. One more, bud.
2: Also, good thing we didn't take the nerfy in that Astros-Rangers game, which we were kicking around. 1-0 Rangers first inning. Oh,
4: man, Martin Perez. Yeah. Trista, what you got? What do you have going right now besides the Jays? Have I have
2: Astros under 7.5, so one run in the first inning is not ideal. I also have the Mets on the run line with Carrasco on the bump. Where is that game? We should probably we put right that here. on. We got okay, you. Got we it. got you. Got it. I got yep, you. Perfect. Um, and then just a couple of other things coming up later on in the late night slate.
3: All right, so we're gonna hit on those here in a second. We're gonna talk some App State football. Carrasco does give up a leadoff single here. He's at 21 pitches. This is a big moment in my life right here because how many? Could, can you tell me how many outs do we have here? Uh, we got a runner on second. Two. We got two outs. Two outs? Okay. Mm-hmm. I need this strikeout really bad because Morton's kind of getting shelled a little bit. Four yeah, this might be the last up. inning. And he just put strikeouts. one into the
2: dirt as well.
3: Yeah, so I'm going to need this strikeout probably right here. Although he should go back out there. I think he's only at 60 pitches. Yeah,
2: it's only the fourth inning, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
3: And what are you going to do? Text your boyfriend tonight? We'll, Got take him. we'll take that. All right, so let's talk some oh, App you state football. you text
2: your boyfriend tonight? That's what you said? No, did I? Oh, I thought you said, what are you going to do? Just text <laughs> your... Oh, I Text the he bullpen,
3: said- not text your boy. Do you have a boyfriend? Said, no, I was, I was like, say, are you keeping secrets? From I was me like, here? what?
2: I was like, what is that? I thought you was talking about Charlie Morton. Like, what is Charlie Morton gonna do? Like, just go back and text his boyfriend? I've been talking
3: way too much about ERAs and bullpens and war and whips today. That's amazing. It's time to talk some college football. And you know what? I actually got to give uh, producer Cam Cameron Gray, our good, good buddy. Who, PJ, I love you, but I should probably text Cam and thank him because last night. Uh, not gonna lie, was was a little uh, under the weather. Yeah, I have what's known to the kids as I believe a sinus infection. I have this pain. It's called feel summer like cold. Feel like I'm wearing a headband. Right yeah,
2: now. I am too. Right here.
3: Yeah, it just. It's I really think painful. me and
2: you have like identical allergies. Anytime I, I, I feel so them, too. I know you feel. Well, them. today is
3: a brutal day. Oh. The humidity out there—it's like <laughs> 190 degrees. It feels like we're in the desert, but not with the dry heat. Doesn't feel good. So uh, I didn't want to talk App State football too much last night. But you know what?
2: I watched love it now.
3: Four App State games last night because I'm a psychopath and then I watched three condensed that can't versions. Be true. No, I really told PJ about this when he came in here. I was I've been here since 3:30 today, by the way.
2: Have you? Oh yeah.
3: I was just ready. I just did the podcast. Just putting
2: in an 8-hour day before well, he ends up. It's
3: defensive
4: coordinator Ryan Horvath,
2: well, 40,
3: right? I was yeah. trying to watch well, I was trying to watch my App State, you know, and I had to go back. I had to watch App State knock off today? Michigan. I did, of course. App State knocking off Michigan years ago, Mike Hart. Shout out Mike Hart, wherever he's at right now. Actually, he's the running back coach, I believe, at Michigan.
2: Do you have uh, animal? Do you have any animals?
3: No, no. So just wh- wh-
2: what happened with Nathan? Who got Nathan today?
3: My my mother-in-law. Oh, I'm got it. Remember. Mother-in-law's
2: in town. Yes, keep going.
3: Yeah, so I was trying to watch my app state, and he wasn't having it.
2: Who was it? Peach wasn't? No, my son. Oh, God.
3: He wanted to do <laughs> stuff. He wanted, he wanted to actually you know, have fun, but I told him, oh, no, daddy doesn't get days off uh app states win total seems like a discounted price i played it
2: Eight and a half.
3: half eight and a half. You I think, already
2: put it in or I, you're going to put it no in?
3: I, I played it on the way yeah. here i stopped at nat's park bet mgm the king of sports the books. only sports the book. only
2: sports book you gotta just jump on I mean, only sports, yeah. one yeah.
3: unit only a one unit play here guys but uh the win total eight and a half i think they win 10 games so it's year three for sean clark he's 20 and seven there as head coach Last year, they brought in Chase Bryce, who I couldn't stand at Duke, cost me some money at Duke. It's like, you know, when they were 38 and a half point dogs and whatnot, and I'd play him, he just turned the ball over too much. Last year, didn't really turn the ball over a whole lot. Went back, he actually broke the App State single season record, which it was only 3,337 yards. They're a running football team, you know? Yeah. He had 27 touchdowns, cleaned up the picks a little bit, only threw 11 only. Uh, I think he's going to be one of the better quarterbacks in the Sun Belt. I'd actually put him right behind Grayson McCall. The reason I'm not doing anything with Coastal Carolina, they only bring back seven starters this year, even though I like Grayson a lot. And then the only other team I'd even look at would maybe be Marshall, but they also lose their quarterback and they have only 11 starters coming back. So at running back, they bring back Cameron Peoples. He extended their streak of a thousand yard rushers to nine seasons. The last decade, they've had at least one 1,000 yard rusher and they bring back top four, uh, their top four backs from last year. So they're stacked. Four starters back on the offensive line.
2: 18 TDs between them both.
3: Yeah. And they have uh, a freshman that they bring in that they really like as well. Dietrich Harrington. Yes. And Amani
2: Marshall. 86
3: career starts on the offensive line. Last year, the only thing that I don't love is the wide receiver room. Last year, they brought back their top seven. This year, they lose their top three. They're going to rebuild. They got Deshaun Davis. Um, They got Robinson there. But still, with their rushing attack, they and got a quarterback. And their offensive line
2: is really good, too. Allowed only 17 sacks all year last year. That's impressive as well. Uh, and on defense is probably the one thing that you could say is a little bit suspect, right? They only have six returning starters there. Five of their top seven tacklers are gone. Yeah. Uh, the defense is built to basically stop the run. App State is 50-1, to 50-1 uh, and one when allowing 135 or fewer rushing yards. So that's kind of their thing. Um, so. This is an interesting schedule, right? Two conference games, coastal and on the road at yeah. um, on the road, and then Marshall back to back. They play uh, North Carolina and A and M. I think they could beat North Carolina. Um, obviously, Texas A and M would be a very very tough game. I don't think they win that one. But even against, like you said, Coastal Carolina, which you know loses a bunch of their starters, they could end up rattling off all those games after Texas A and M. Yeah, I think. you'd think, right? You, I mean, I you could get ten. I could see ten, nine, ten, eleven wins here. We yeah. think peach.
3: And and minus one ten is a nice
4: price. Yeah, it's a
2: great price.
4: I like App State a lot. I'm with you guys. The first two games of their schedule is really interesting. The UNC game, I'm with I'm with Trista. I think they pull the upset right now. It's two and a half on bed MGM. I'd actually wait to bet that the week of because UNC plays week one against Florida AM. Let them drop 70 on the Rattlers, make it go up to three, three and a half, and then you take App State with some more value. But that week two game at AM is interesting. Texas AM, the following week after that game, they're home against Miami, which will be a top 20, top 15 game. So they'll be all hyped up for that. App State might catch them sleeping a little bit. Not saying they're going to win, but they can definitely keep that game competitive yeah jimbo's teams are known to have some letdown spots with big games upcoming they also let down to opponents do you remember a couple years ago when they played vandy to open the season they won that game by five and vandy didn't win an sec game the rest of the year yeah. so they uh they can play to the level of their competition those first two games i'm excited to watch app state play
3: yeah i i mean i actually really like this team man yeah, to I be honest too. with you it, I, because of the schedule so they opened yeah. up like you said against carolina they always play Power 5 schools tough. They beat Michigan years back. They're 5-0 and uh, against the spread in their last five against Power 5 schools. So they're at least going to keep it close. They only played Carolina back in 2019. They beat them. Texas A&M, I think Texas A&M is going to be really good. I, uh, we had earlier on uh, Mike Morgan, he talked about their quarterback situation. I'm guessing it's going to be Brad Johnson's son, the dude from LSU last year. Right. Yeah, you would accept. Yeah, Max Johnson. And then they get Troy. They're five and one straight up against Troy. So you would think that's probably two and one. James Madison, I'm going to count as a win. That's three and one. Citadel week five. That should be a victory. Yeah. Texas State should be a win. Georgia State after that. They're eight and oh all time against them. Robert Morris. Coastal Carolina is going to be the toughest game. Yeah. And it's on the road. Yeah. But they're four and one straight up against them. Right. What sucks is then you get Marshall the next week. And Marshall, even though I said they bring back only, what, 11 starters, they lose their quarterback, they're always tough. They're probably going to finish second on that side of the conference.
2: So we can put give them a loss in that category and still feel very comfortable about the eight and a half. Yeah,
3: because then it's Old Dominion and Georgia Southern. So And they avoid um, the Raging Cajuns who are in the West. They avoid Troy on the schedule because those are the, probably the top two teams in the West. So, yeah, I like the over a lot, actually. Eight and a half, minus 110 is a nice price. I think at worst this is a 9 win football team yeah. even if they won 10 games last year, 11 games last year. Yep. Yeah. I'm all about them this year.
2: Same. I'm glad that we uh we saw this and then took the time because I probably it probably wouldn't have stuck out in my head to to look into to jump
3: it. into some app state.
2: Yeah. I mean that's the thing and I want to talk about this maybe later on in the show and maybe we could take a Maybe we either we talk about it now or we talk about it somewhere down the line, but I need to know your philosophy in terms of there's a lot of these futures and yours too, PJ, because here's the thing. It's not like the good old days when people were doing things willy-nilly with their random offshore account, right? You have to put the money up and you have to have that money sitting yeah. for a very long time. So the question is, How do you decide when you want to place win totals? How many win totals you want to place? Because that's a lot of money to just be sitting there for 10 weeks, 11 weeks.
3: And that's why, of course, we always, we only want you betting at BetMGM. But I also recommend, as a guy that likes to play a lot of win totals and futures, have multiple outs. So if you do, you know, maybe there's an offshore book out there. Maybe you don't have to put that money up all season long. Because I like to have uh, multiple bets, too. And I like to shop around for prices and whatnot as well. Like right now... I was looking at um, a Miami win total, not at the King of Sportsbooks, and it was at 10. And it was plus money, but 10. Yeah. I have have over eight and a half. Yeah. I saw Utah today bump up to nine and a half at one offshore. So that's why BetMGM has really good prices. Yeah, Yeah. they are the king. And that's why uh, I like going over there, because some of these offshores try to rip you off, man. Paying a bunch of juice, getting crappy numbers. That's the other reason why I like to hit these early. So maybe next year we get them posted a little bit earlier.
2: Yeah. All
3: right. Well, I think we're coming up on a break, but I don't hear the music. So, oh, there it is. Play my jam. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk more baseball.
1: Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes.